Welcome, welcome to another episode of I Quit My Job, where ordinary stories leads to extraordinary inspirations. And on this episode, we have no other than Andrew Bromfield. So Andrew, Andrew's, uh, you know, technology, business, he's a key partner in your digital transformation, if you ever need that with your business. Um, once I met Andrew and just uh, his uh, worth of knowledge and just his skills and just his take on life and just the way business operates has motivated me in uh, many ways. And so this one's very special. So Andrew, thank you so much, brother, for showing up and gracing our presence. Oh, thank, thank you for having me, man. I've been watching uh, the last couple, well, since the beginning, I watched all the, the podcasts. Love what you're doing. Uh, definitely um, exposes the community to the wealth of entrepreneurs and the diversity of entrepreneurs that are here in the GTA. So that's, that's cool. And uh, when I got the call, when you told me uh, that you wanted me to come on, I was, I was thrilled. What I'd love for you to do is just kind of tell us where you're at, what you've been doing, and just keep us current in, in where you are, and then uh, we'll take it from there. Well, it's, it's funny because, you know, the company Formative Innovation, when I started my company, I started researching other tech companies and looking at, you know, how they name themselves, right? And I, I, I realized that a lot of organizations, they transform over time. And so when I came up with Formative Innovations, I said, you know what, I'm in technology today, um, but that may change. Um, so I want a name that can that can change with uh, the company and our direction and what our focus is. So my passion now is a platform that we built called My Five Mentors, which is really about preparing people for the future of work. So a long time ago, then, yeah, around 2007, 2008, we were working in healthcare, and I just saw where AI was going to go and started to think we need to uh, to skill up. Wow! So since 2007, you've been on the radar for AI. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I, I was seeing it, right, in the work that we were doing. So at any point when you were starting out, was there uh, a point where you had to either quit a job, change a career, or was this what you started and just kind of developed along the way? So, so I was working at a, a, a big four consulting firm. I was traveling a lot. I spent most of my time in the United States consulting uh, in the telecommunications sector. And so it was a great experience. I met a lot of, of good people, uh, gained a lot of valuable um, experience. One of the things before entering that, uh, that role is, you know, I was, I was super shy, right? So I, I had very little confidence in terms of public speaking or mm -hmm. leading uh, a team or anything like that. <clears throat> so I specifically took that position because it required traveling. So you really have no time to be shy uh, you, you gotta, you know, dive in, you gotta build rapport with your team real quick. You're getting all this like experience, right? You're building your confidence outside. So, so what, what was that change? When, when did that happen? So I grew up, um, with an entre entrepreneurial parent. So both my parents were entrepreneurial, right? Mm -hmm. Diff completely different industries. Mm -hmm. Um, but, but, you know, nonetheless, I was exposed to that. When I, I'll never forget the, the conversation I had with the partner. They had just promoted me. So for them, they, they went out through all these hoops uh, to get me promoted. So I was just going back and forth. And finally, I just said, just be honest. And I said, okay, listen, you might think that I'm giving you 100%, but I'm giving you like 40%. You said that. I said that, right? Wow. Because it was the only way that he, he was going to stop uh, trying to convince me. So at that point, he said, what can I say to that? You know, mm. um, you know so obviously... Uh, you know, he said, well, I wish you the best of luck. And, and again, this is the calculated risk. He said, if it does not work out, do not go anywhere else before you come see me first. Right? Wow. 
Wow. So, so what's the risk when you're, when you're jumping ship, mm-hmm. when you already know um, that, that you could always go back um, to where you were before, right? And or, did you enjoy what you were doing before? So when I was consulting, you know, they would tell me like on Wednesday, hey, we need you to fly out to Los Angeles this Sunday. So after a few times of doing that, my friends were all like jealous because they're like, oh, you get to fly everywhere. You get to eat out, you mm-hmm. know, for breakfast, lunch and dinner. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm West Indian. We don't, you know, so <laughs> that, don't, that gets yeah. tired real quick. So for me, I felt like I had no control. Right. Like, like you're telling me I'm going to be here Sunday for two right. weeks. Right. So then I was just like, wait a second. I, I don't have control over my life. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's that's when it really started to, to, to catch fire that, you know, you got to do your own thing. And, and but the pushback from my parents, ironically, because they were both entrepreneurs, was like, why would you do that? Right. Like, why right. are you even thinking of leaving? Um, you know, you got this this good uh, job, this this promising career why would you leave to start your own thing it it makes no sense to them and it made no sense to me why they were telling me that when they were both entrepreneurs right right right. it's all i started right right so then you figured what this entrepreneur life was all about was was this a long let's say transition from working to being an entrepreneur or once you made that that cut you started the next day like how was that transition in between okay so i knew i was gonna i knew i was eventually gonna leave I didn't know how long, mm-hmm. you know, I thought I had a, a year or two, um, but it was eight months after my headspace got around entrepreneurship. So for eight, eight months, months, yeah, I, I, I didn't spend money on anything. I paid down all my credit cards, paid off my student loan. I paid off everything so that I had a clean slate mm-hmm. uh, going into my venture. And then, wow. I, and then I had money um, that, that I also saved mm-hmm. uh, to put towards it. And this is why when I said I was I was giving them 40 percent is because I started to have clients on the side. Right. And it got to the point where, you know, I'm always leaving the office, um, you know, at lunchtime and whatnot to take calls from my other clients. And, and that's when I said, like, this is not fair to them. It's not fair to me. Right. It's not, right. Right. And, and if I'm going to do it, I got to I got to jump in and, and try it. So um, so that's that's what it was. So once you started, like, when did you finally say, hey. This is something for me. Like, what did you have your own office? Were you working from home? Yeah, I think I was at home for a, a year uh, before starting or, or going out and getting our first office. And it was because I got a, I got a, a decent sized project. Mm-hmm. Um, I had a couple of smaller ones, but this one that came in, I was like, okay, we need to have a presence. So those those companies that you started, like, were they all within the same uh, sector of what you're doing? So the, the first company, it, it was more so. Um, that was the first lesson of entrepreneurship is that, and it's nothing to take away from these guys. They're still my friends to this day. Um, that not everyone's going to take the risk at the same time, right? So I jumped. I left. I left a good job, and and I was completely on my own, um, trying to build a business with with those who were still tied to their day job, right? Right. right. Um, and so it, it it came to a dis- a point where it was just like, okay, there's there's got to be a decision here. You either cutting and running or well, I'm going to do this 100% on my own. Right, right. So so you don't really go into that route of having investors or you don't look at that? Like, And, and so what are your views on that and so, why you don't need investors, especially as an entrepreneur now? Right. So for me, I'm not looking for the quick wins. I'm looking for how far can I get down the track with Patan to pass it to my kids, mm. set them up in a way that, okay, you know, my dad didn't do X or he did do it. Right. Mm-hmm. But he's now empowered me, just like my parents did. 
what I've learned can right, right, come from right, a PhD. Right. Right? Please explain, because this is what the show is all about. <laughs> from my perspective, would be about building your network, right? Mm -hmm. So, so yeah, that, that person that you sat in that class in the MBA program with is now the CEO or vice president of a company you're targeting. Right. So you can call that person and say, hey, remember when we were da 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 you know, this is what I'm doing now. So there's no, definitely there's benefit to that. Mm -hmm. um, but but at the same time, you can build that network without sitting there. You got good advice from your parents. You also got the support and actually saw what they were doing in order to motivate you or, or inspire you mm -hmm. to get into the entrepreneurship. At one point, where do you think they were trying to protect you from, from being an entrepreneur? And how and and how? What's your take on that? Yeah, yeah. Because again, um, the fact that nobody ever really knows the pressure that you're under, um, <laughs> because because you can hide it well and you can manage it well. You learn how to do it. I mean, 18 years in, there's not too many things that can happen where you're going to see me freak out. Um, you know, and so so there's a lot of things that you know situations and whatnot but that my wife not may not necessarily have known the the depth of it from a financial standpoint um you know my my parents so so coming back to what you just asked who knows if my parents went through those same periods i had no clue just like my kids have no clue right right, right? you just keep it straight face that's it right so 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 that's what they were trying to protect so how do you know so much about technology but what is it that keeps you on top of the game so, so I self-learn, I, I, you know, uh, and, I, and I have a peer group of, of, of those, you know, who we push each other. Now, as you know, I, I order books. I, I, I don't really take coursework because that's not how I learn. Um, but but I, I, I self-study. So, I, again, this control thing, right? I need to be in control of how fast I'm learning. I can't do a 16-week a course. Right, right, right. right. I, could, I could do it in four days right, right, at my right. own pace. That's a pretty quick pace, <laughs> four days. But again, yeah. it's just, it's just, it, again, I'm addicted to learning, and it's just, it's just, I've trained myself for 18 years. Wow. Right? To, wow. Well, even before that, university, to, to, to consume knowledge uh, at, a, at a high rate. So some of this knowledge, did you get this from a mentor over time for you to be better prepared? And is this why you started your business based on mentorship? So, so again, so a couple of things that you just said there. Um, so, so my parents were entrepreneurs, but they were in completely different fields. So they gave me a lot of key insights from a general standpoint of running a business. They came from an era where business is local. I come from an era where business is global. Global, exactly. Right? So it's, exactly. it's completely different. So, 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 yeah, so the knowledge was, you know, again, having that circle, mentorship was, was huge. That's why I created the platform because mm -hmm. I'm not where I am without having mentors, right? Mm -hmm. And I realized that, when it comes to mentors, as the mentee, you do the work. Right. The mentor is not supposed to carry the relationship. Right. The mentee right. has to chase. Right. And then I came up with, I was explaining it one day, and I said, you know, being a mentee, you know, I picture your mentor as an air traffic controller, and they've got all these bleeps on a radar screen. You need to bleep. You can't just disappear and expect right. that they're the going to. is going to come right? save you. Right. 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 So right. you got to keep bleeping. And so every time I would bleep and say to one of my mentors, hey, just touching base, blah, 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 blah. Hey, Andrew, it's, I mean, it's uncanny that you just reached out to me. There's this project and you know what? You'd be a perfect fit for it, right? And so I'd get opportunities, but I had to keep bleeping and then and, and asking people to be my mentor. So that was the other thing I learned is that people, 
people who mentor want to mentor. They want to teach. They want to impart knowledge onto the younger generation. Mm -hmm. So don't be shy in saying, I want you to be my mentor and giving them the title right. or her the title. Right. 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 Because right. then they'll, they'll respond different. You know what right. I mean, right. now they right. are going to, you know, look for opportunities for you. Uh, they are going to take your call whenever it comes in or, your, or respond to your text or your email because you've, you've, you solidified it and you got to do that. Mm -hmm. Right. So, right. so yeah, so a lot of, of what I learned and whatnot came from mentors that um, I actively sought out and, mm -hmm. and, and, and said, I need you to be my mentor. How did you realize the worth of that network? Like, you know what I mean? Like you've kind of yeah, seen like you grabbed yeah, onto that early. early because of the consumers distributing, man. I saw it, right? My, but how did you see that in consumers? Like, no, because I saw my dad get me the connection that got me. Okay. In. So my parents, you know, uh, they had extensive networks from being in business and whatnot. So you know, you know, back in elementary school, you'd have to sell the chocolate almonds. Yeah, yeah. And oh, get yeah. Prizes. Yo, know, I was walking out of the gym with ghetto blasters and whatnot. Yeah, because, you're killing it because my parents would take it to their network. And I, I would crush the sales without doing anything, right? But, but so again, I saw, I saw how it worked, um, you know. Through, oh, that's through, amazing, bro. Right? So, so yeah, I had a, a yeah, boombox, like, yeah. So this is amazing, man. Like, just even your take on, uh, on technology and business. So you're really fluent in that whole business technology. The, the bottom line is that I learned very early um, that, that there's a primal nature to business. It's hunter-gatherer, right? Mm. If you give me an opportunity, if you give me money, mm -hmm. it means you're taking money away from your family yes. to give me money. Right. 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 So, so, and, and your goal is to um, create as much as you can for your legacy. Right. Right. So, so once you understand what drives decision, like what really drives decisions, forget about what you, you hear them say publicly. Mm -hmm. And I've, I've been in boardrooms, so I know what actually drives like how decisions are made how are those decisions made it's bottom line it's i mean if your compensation if your livelihood is is, is pegged to that company increasing its revenue mm -hmm. that's what you're gonna do that's, that's exactly right. right. you're out right? right just like a right. just like a like a coach um in, on a team if you're not winning you're out you're out it's, exactly. it's a zero-sum game it's very simple like if you could just give us a couple turning points of like throughout your career or your milestones that said hey you know, once I made this change, then my attitude changed and I start to realize this is how the, I go The forward. confidence is, 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 is huge. So if I worked my butt off to learn what I learned mm -hmm. and I strongly uh, express my opinion on something in a boardroom or whatnot, mm -hmm. I'm not going to worry about what other people say or think. Mm -hmm. So for me, it was always about, and I wish I did it earlier. My biggest regret is that I didn't, I didn't gain the confidence I have now earlier. If you don't have confidence, mm -hmm. if you feel less than, mm -hmm. right, as a business person, and I've seen this with other um, business owners who have low, low confidence, right? Right. You will charge less. Right, of course. You, of will, course. Charge, you will give everyone a discount. Right, right. I'll charge you $2,000 an hour. Is that really your worth or is that really your price? There's the market which will govern how much people are willing to pay for your worth, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. um, but then there's actually what you need to make to keep the lights on. It's for me, the, the current point was having the confidence. And, and then also, like I just said, trusting my gut. My mm. gut says, don't do it. I don't do it. So mm. what, what helped me is like having entrepreneurs in my network so that if I failed, 
they'd be like, oh, you only failed once? Well, right. I did that five times. Right, like, right, you're, right. You're, you're ahead of the, you're smarter than me. You know what I'm saying? But it, right. it, so, so to have people who understand the experience, been there before, right. that does a lot to get you over those humps, right? Because mm-hmm. you don't feel like a failure when you realize it's part of the process. Right, 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 right. Trust yeah, that process. So, so I, I would suggest to you as well, uh, get get that circle going. Well, there you have it, man. This was this was amazing. It was filled with gems. Um, very educated brother beside me. Um, I love speaking to this dude off air sometimes just to kind of get the feel of what's really happening in the world. And so um, thank you again, brother, for showing up. Um, I loved what you said. You. Just uh, motivates and inspires me. So hopefully it's doing that to you out there. And um, I want to thank you again for showing up and listening. And Andrew, once again, thank you for being here. And uh, this is I Quit My Job. I'm Slowly Plus One. Thank you so much. And see you on the next one. Peace.